Hey there, this is Courtney of the Maiden Voyage podcast, and you're listening to Episode 8, Season 1, the one where we interview founder and owner of Dress Down, Simone McGee. Maiden Voyage is a podcast recorded by the women of Impulse Creative. Audrey. Rachel. Jen. Danielle. Courtney. Jackie. We're CEOs, salespeople, project managers, writers, and marketers. We're also wives, rad moms, remote employees all over the country, in-house staff, empowered single ladies, and all-around ass-kickers. There's a lot of challenges we face, overcome, and share that make our voyage different than those of the men we work with. This is our journey. Today we're going to be interviewing my friend Simone McGee. We went to Stetson University together, and she is the inventor of the product. Just Downs. (laughs) All right. All right, Simone. So why don't you give us a little bit of your background before we get started? Sure. Yeah. So I moved to Chicago, the Windy City, how ironic, um, about five, no, going on six years almost. Um, I had graduated from Stetson um, the year before Courtney, obviously. Um, And I was like, you know what? I came at a crossroads. I was born and raised in Florida. And I was like, you know, if you don't leave now, you're never going to leave. Like my whole family's there. All my friends are there. And as great as that was, since I went to college there, there wasn't a huge change. Um, And so I told myself, I was like, okay, I want to live in a big city. I don't want to live in New York. It's too dirty. I'm sorry. It's just (laughs) California was way too far for me. Um, I want to be able to like jump on a flight and like cheap flights and get back home for like different events for friends and family. Um, and so I was between Atlanta, Nashville, and Chicago, which I had never been to before. And one day I just was like, Chicago, I'm going to do it. Uh, I had never been to Chicago and I loaded my car and drove and I was like, I'll figure it out. Um, against my parents' wishes. They were not happy. They were like, that is not how you do it. And I was like, yes, it is. This is how you do it. Um, yeah, so it worked out. So I love it here. And you had a job lined up um, working for the Chicago Bulls. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so I was doing – it was it was lined up, but it wasn't guaranteed. So I was doing PR for um, them and for the Chicago Sky and in pub, the public relations. So I did a lot of post-game interviews. So I – in game notes and things like that, which people hear that, and they're like, oh, my God, that's so glamorous and awesome. You get to go in the locker rooms. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't – that (laughs) thrilling I hate to like burst people's bubbles but since I was on the PR side that means you're there before games so you're there before the players even get there you're there after games you're editing notes you're editing all these things and you're writing up everything you just watched um so that meant like weekends if a game ended at like nine we were actually there to like 2 a.m midnight like trying to like do a turnaround like if they had back-to-back games so um, it was cool to interview players, but it is not as glamorous as people think. Yeah, I'm not an NBA player, so I didn't get any of the perks that were. <laughs> well, awesome. Thanks for walking us through that. So I'm going to dive into these interview questions. Sure. And so we talked about your Chicago Bulls job, but what was your first job? Um, my first job ever and I still do it to this day. I was, I babysat a lot. I've always loved kids. Um, my sister who is, we have about a seven year age gap. She had a child when I was still a teenager and she would be like, Hey, like I'll slide you some money if you watch your nephew. I'm like, sure. Why not? Um, I was like, this is very highly lucrative for a high school student. Um, and I basically watched every, it started with him and I basically watched every kid on the blocks, children, um, or every 
yeah, child on the block, basically from the age of like 15 to when I left for college. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I'll keep that in mind for when you come in town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. my kid. <laughs> yeah. And I still do it today. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Simone, can you walk us through how Just Downs works? Sure. So there is an adhesive backing on each of the weights. Um, you peel the paper on the back and it's super sticky, but it's safe on all materials. And you just pop it on the inside of your flowy hemline um, of like your skirt, your blouse or your dress. Um, so once you figure out like where they should go, um, I like to wear them vertically, like straight down on the sides. Um, and you just attach them to the inside and go and you can peel them on and off, which is great. Uh, for me, that was really important. Uh, that they'd be, you know, reusable. They, because for me, it kind of, I thought about like, uh, sticky or adhesive bras. Like, I love using those and stuff like that, like a night out or things like that. If you're wearing like a backless top or things like that. Um, but nothing's worse than when it starts to like wear down. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, it has to be reusable. It has to like last a long time. Back, they like attach to each other. So I was like, there needs to be like a paper backing to hold them so people can just like place them and just go um, when they're not using them. But a lot of women tell me they just leave them on the dress that they use yeah. the most. Yeah. I actually accidentally like let my, I forgot to take mine off and it went through like the washer and the dryer, but it's still on. Yeah. That's happened to me so many times where I'll be like pulling stuff out of the washing machine. There'll be like a dress down in the washer. Um, but yeah, they'll, the water though, it'll start to wear off though. Yeah. <laughs> they're sticky, but they're not that sticky. Yeah. <laughs> so is there an advantage to wearing it vertically? Cause I just would have assumed it wearing horizontally. Um, for me, uh, it just depends on the dress I say, because some dress material it just depends how thick it is so if I put it on the front you could possibly see it I mean they're really discreet so you won't but I can you can like kind of notice it but if you want it to have that like completely like I cannot tell you're wearing it I just put it on like the sides because no one looks at you from people look from you straight on not from the side um, right yeah. and, and, I mean I guess some some dresses have like a a wave in them yeah. naturally naturally yes might look funny yeah right. okay so, I never thought of that yeah, but some women, I've worn them on the front, too. I have a friend who likes only, she's like, I only wear these on the back, because she's like, that's, it just flows up all the time. So she's like, oh, that's the part I'm just, like, worried about. So she'll put them on the whole back of her dress. I'm like, you're not embarrassed if it flies up in the front? <laughs> <laughs> you can get that one really easily. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think, too, is that you could, like, catch it if it was the front, whereas the back, it'll, there's, like, that delay, so. Yeah. Or you can put it all the way around and be completely yes. covered. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all the way around like a tent. <laughs> so how many do you need on one dress? I, just to be safe, you can wear like two on each side is, I do four. Um, but some women are like, oh, I only use two and it's good. They're like, they just want it to be able to like give them that moment to grab their hem, that extra pause because it's not shooting up straight in the air. Um uh, there's so many tricks I feel like as women that we use to kind of like, like, have you ever walked down the street and you're like just holding the side of the hem of your dress? Like that one handed like grab where you grab the entire side of your dress and you're just like walking, like everything's fine. Everything <laughs> don't look over yeah, here. Yeah. And you're literally like have your dress balled up in your hands. Yeah. Um, or people like do the, like, I'm going to just tie my jacket around my waist. Mm-hmm. So it like, adds that but I usually wear all four just to be safe and it gives me that extra reaction time I need to like 
if the wind is like absolutely crazy, I'm like, nothing's going to keep it down, but it'll give you that like moment to like actually grab it and react is yeah. apart from it just flying all the way up. Um, real quick. I'm just kind of curious. How much do each weight weigh? Sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> each one's about 0.8 ounces. Um, my dad kind of helped me get to that number because I was like, it has to be heavy enough to be effective and you can wear multiple ones or um, it can't be too light because then it wouldn't work, but it can't be too heavy or else you would see it dragging your dress right. down. Um, but some dresses like a t-shirt dress, it's kind of, if the material is not as forgiving, there's no way around that. Like you're going to see it. It's going to be like obvious, but depending on the material of the dress, the 0. 0.8, 0. 0.8 ounces is kind of like the sweet spot we realized. So mm-hmm. yeah, and you can kind of play with that weight too, to like, does this dress need two or does this, you know, am I just walking across the street today or am I going to be like at a rooftop party or outdoor wedding or a festival? Like you can kind of play with the, the weights that you need. So rooftop party, you need like 16 of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 16 <laughs> or four. <laughs> or keep buying them. I mean, you know. Yeah. I had, I just had a question, but it was more mm-hmm. like a funny, I just thought about like going to the doctor and having like four of these on and being like, wait, I'm actually a pound lighter than that. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, one second. Let me take off my dress weight. <laughs> let me just yeah. unseal these real fast. Like, let me take my sneakers and my dress downs. um, People have asked, like, other other variations. People have asked, like, oh, like, I actually would like if they were heavier. So people, I mean, I'm, like, heavier just to circle. And in the perfect world for the future for dress downs, I could have, like, six versions, and there could be one for every option that you would love. But I'm kind of, like, when people say that, I'm, like, do you know how much that's going to cost for me to, like, do (laughs) Like, how about, like, I'm like, hold your horses. That could be, like, in six months. But, like, let's figure out this one now. We'll get we'll get there when we get there. Um, but, yeah, people have been like, I would love if these were, like, super heavy for, like, my ba- short ball gown. Or I'm like, what? You want me to make a ball gown? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a real quick question. Mm-hmm. What are they made out of? Because are they going to set off, like, an air airport metal (laughs) so they're not metal they're made out of silicone and for me that was two reasons I was like I want them to be soft so if you are feeling it it's not going to be like metal slapping your leg it's going to be like soft and you don't feel them at all like once you apply them you notice them at first but as you go about your day like you like Courtney said you forget that you even have them on Mm -hmm. um but there's silicone based and the adhesive is like a special adhesive we like source to find for the backing of them so they're just like a safe silicone grade adhesive nothing mixed with like anything crazy material that you can't like walk through a metal detector things like that but yeah but at first I did think I was like oh maybe I'll do metal and I was like well one that's expensive and two I don't know if people women want metal like against their body Um, well it's funny you mentioned the the queen of england earlier today and i read an article that she you know has weights sewn in and i'm like i I mean not that she's going to walk through many metal detectors but i was wondering if she's going to set off and (laughs) yeah Yeah, but she probably put like little whatever she wants (laughs) that's true yeah when and how did you make the decision to go out on your own Um, I was sitting down, it was totally spur of the moment and I had not planned at all. 
Um, and we'll get to the whole, like, if you could go back, what would you change? <laughs> um, I was sitting at my desk and I was not being challenged at work. I kind of looked at like all my positions and as great as they were, I went from PR with, um, you know, a sports team. And then I went to a firm and then I ended up as an account executive at this, um, product development place that kind of like made promotional items. So when you opened, when you're a kid or even now when you open a cereal box and it has a toy, we made those toys. So I got put on the creative team and I was doing all of these things that were kind of outside my realm of what they asked me to, but I realized I was never being taken seriously and I was never being really challenged. Um, and if I was being challenged, it was because like, oh, we don't like your idea. Um, but the final straw for me was I landed a huge account um, it was upwards of like, I'm talking in the millions. Um, and I didn't get so much as a like, thank you. Like I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm done. I was like, I'm tired of being undervalued. I know, you know what I bring to the table. Um, and so I just packed up my desk on the spur of the moment. I had called my dad at lunch and I was like, I'm out. And he was like, do not do that. And I was like, yeah, this is probably really impulsive. Huh? See? <laughs> but I was like it was just stirring inside me for a while and I had the idea for dress downs and I was like you know what I've sat on this idea so long I have two backgrounds one in PR and now I know how to bring an idea from like paper to like life yeah let's do it I'll figure it out along the way I mean I have no kids I'm not married I can do what I want so let's do it <laughs> yeah. yeah awesome <laughs> So how did you come up with the idea? You said you had it in your mind before you like yeah. dipped out on your job, which I love though, girl. Um, like, where did that come from? Like, I know the Windy sure. City makes me feel like yeah. you had a situation right. that I hope. Um, <laughs> yeah. A Marilyn kind of Monroe like, moment. Yeah, it was, I had a huge Marilyn Monroe moment and it was so embarrassing. I was standing, um, on one side of the street and I had my purse in one bag and I had like papers or a box in the other. And I was wearing this on, I forget this Zara really flowy dress. And I mean, I'm not 12. When's the last time you wore shorts under your dress? I mean, <laughs> especially like in Florida, like it's too hot. I don't want extra layers under my dress. Um, I want to breeze, but like not Maryland breeze. And I was like, okay, if I get to the side of the street and it was like a six lane intersection, I was like, I'll just cross the street, put my stuff down and I'll hold the hand because it was so like flowy, like any sudden wind would just like send it up. Um, and I was like, okay, I can do this. It's like 50 steps. I got this. And I got to the middle of the intersection. And when I say like my dress flew up, like I was mortified. I was like, <laughs> the cars were honking. I was like, why? Oh my gosh. And I mean, as women too, I mean, I've seen that happen to women. That's happened to me a few times, you know, more than I can admit. And I got home and I was like, there has to be something like, there has to be something. Um, and I started researching um, and it was like, oh, the queen of England, I'll never forget this. It was like, the queen of England has a personal seamstress who sews like weights into the hem of all of her like Chanel dresses. And I was like, okay, well like who in 2000 and this is like 16 has a personal seamstress? Like mm -hmm. no one, we you have like a cleaners. And I'm not doing that for like my 50 dresses. That's completely unrealistic. Right. Um, not to mention so, washing them. Right. And washing them. And so, yeah, you'll just hear the clink of in the dryer. <laughs> like, no. Um, and so I said, okay, like I, I could do this, but this was actually, I had this idea like in my head, 
but that was way before I ever worked at the job. That was years and years before I ever ended up at the job, which would kind of show me how to bring an idea to life. Yeah. So kind of like, I love that. I love that. Like you found like you before you knew you needed to have this job, right? Like this job is like the catalyst of why you to start your own business, but also like gave you the empowerment to know how to do it. It's amazing. Right. Um, Yeah. So, and a lot of times most people, they're like, well, how do you make an item? Which I get is like so daunting because like, how do I manufacture something? And I got to see that, like I worked on that. And so I saw it. So when people are like, well, how do you manufacture it? Well, I'm like, okay, like you get, um, you find your manufacturer in China or Singapore, wherever the U S like, what's it made of? Which that part is when people just kind of like lose steam and it stays on paper. Um, but since I saw, like, saw how it's done, I kind of was like, oh, I know how to do this. Um, but, but if you saw the renditions from like, <laughs> like four years ago, three years ago, you, I had no idea what I was doing. I was in La La Land. <laughs> how long did you wait? So you quit your job and you were like, I'm moving forward with this idea. Right. What did that process like look like? Um, it looked like this. <laughs> it was all over the place. <laughs> um, like I said, since I didn't really have a plan, I, after I quit my job, um, the process was okay. I had the prototype. So I did have a prototype. I didn't, I kind of knew, okay, what's it made out of the material and things like that. I had been talking about it for a while with like friends and family. So they knew I had this idea and I had this like little tiny um, prototype. And it's funny because the weights used to be like linked together like a snake. It was like a straight row. And like, how would you ever package that? It was, I was like, oh, I have these like weights. And you like put the entire strip. And then I was like, this is never going to work. Um, so I kind of played with the design a little more. I did design and packaging. Okay, so what's it going to be called? I didn't even have a name yet. I just knew like, okay, dress weights. But that's not a brand name, like yeah, you can yeah. play around with it. Um, and I kind of really got into the creative side and the and really focused on that. Um, and then the manufacturing side, because they need to know what they're making, what they're building. You can't just say, make me this product. And they're like, what's a dress weight? We have no frame of reference, which was my biggest hurdle at first. Everyone's like, what's yeah. a dress weight? They're like, is it like a weight for your dress? I'm like, well, yeah. And then the next question was like, well, how did, how does it work? Because we have no reference of um, how to use that. So. So cool. Yeah, it was from, and if I, this is what I say, if I go back, I probably wouldn't quit. Cause when I quit my job was probably November. I actually didn't get the product until May. Oh, so wow. it's not like you can like sell in between then. Like you can, but you can't. Cause everyone's like, we don't know what this is. We need to see it. And I'm like, Oh, I actually don't have it yet. So. so what did you do during that gap? Like that's a huge risk to take. So how did you like make ends meet during that time frame? Cause I know that starting yeah. a product like that's a huge investment. Oh yeah. It was, and it was a, a financial investment. I really didn't budget for or understood the cost that would go into it. Um, for example, when you make a product and let's say every rendition after it, there's this thing called a tooling fee. So anytime you make a tweak and it's not perfect when you go to manufacturing, they it's another hundreds of dollars. Wow. So I kind of had to like know before. So anytime you alter something, it's like $700, another $700 because they're building it. 
Um, that's just one example. But after I quit my job, I realized I was like, I have to get another job. Like what? I <laughs> so they were like, why did you quit your job? Or, you know, I was like, I didn't want to be there, but now I'm like looking at my bank account and I was like, I'm not supposed to do this. So I quit one full-time job to get three, like three part-time jobs to make it work. Um, which anyone's like, what? But part of me believes that if I didn't take that leap, I don't think I would be as far as I am now because that pushed me to keep going. I mean, most people don't take rest because I would have always had that safety net of a full-time job. I And I had the idea for years and I wasn't acting on it. So that kind of like quit your job, figure it out. You have to um, because your bank account says you have to kind of like, <laughs> right. maybe like grind more, like yeah, just sure. quit your job. Your rent still do. Um, yeah. So I did like lift. I did like babysitting. I did freelance PR work. I was like, what do I need to do? Cause I'm not going back to being miserable yeah. and I'd rather be pursuing my dream. For sure. But yeah. I, did not I, I got, I got three, I got three part-time jobs and I was terrible. I was the worst lift driver. <laughs> I'm just picturing me like lift showing up and being like, like you're my driver. Like <laughs> that would be fun. I never got fun. friends. I never got friends. Um, I did not like it. People are not kind. And oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, I'm like, can you get your feet off the back of my chair? Uh, <laughs> uh, one girl forgot that she was like in my car and just started smoking. And I was like, what are you doing? And oh she's my like, gosh. Oh, and I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I gotta this that's so funny. Out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, so can you walk us through what, what your day-to-day routine looks like now that you're established? Yeah. Uh, that's a, so sweet of you to say. I do not feel that way most days. Um, so typical day is me not having an alarm set, which is so nice. I'm a morning person, so I just like wake up when I want to. Uh, generally, I'm like frantically looking through emails. Um, but lately, I like wake up, I take my time, I go to the gym, I get coffee, which is like the thing entrepreneurs say that like, oh, yeah, get in like the zone and like, it's like, yeah, if no, if you don't have to be somewhere, you can like kind of do that. Um, so I wake up, go to the gym, eat breakfast. And then I start, as I say, the grind of like sending emails, making those contacts, circling back. I have to circle back so many times. And I don't think I realized that too, um, that people don't answer emails the first time when you're just by yourself, because they're like, who are you? Like, we don't, I don't know who you are. And you kind of, and a lot of times for buyers, when if you want to be in big box retail, they get hundreds. And I do not mean like, I'm not exaggerating this at all. You're competing with hundreds of other companies that are like, I want to be in Target. I want to be in Bed Bath & Beyond. I want to be in Walmart. So I'm competing with them, and which means you have to like circle back and remind them, hey, did you see this email? Did you see this email? Um, having someone forward it to you from a different department. Um, and so a lot of circling back, a lot of answering customer emails, like I'm customer service. I am the accountant. I am everything. So a lot of that is doing that for the business and kind of like budgeting, um, social media. I do it all. But yeah. Yeah. So all day, what most people hire other people to do, I do in a single day. That's crazy. Do you see yourself ever like, you know, like branching out and hiring people to work below you to do those to where those oh my God. I, I would love to because I'm always like oh, I want to focus my energy here or yeah. be doing this instead um 
but I can't. Not yet. Uh, hopefully this summer I'm planning to. I mean, in the perfect world, yes. But as I'm realizing, a lot of people say, you know, stay as small as you can for as long as you can because you're really like, you know, you're saving money and you kind of have to watch yourself when you're growing because people, I mean, you'll bleed money. Um, and so I'm kind of really budgeting and, and like trying to focus my energies as much as I can by myself. And then hopefully when I get to that point of like, you know, bigger national deals, I can really hire people and be like, okay, you can do this. I have never wanted to look at numbers. You can do that. Right. That's the plan. Hopefully fingers crossed after this summer, I'll get to make my first hire, which I'm really excited about. That's awesome. So what do you love most about being the boss lady? I make all the decisions <laughs> and that's also the thing I hate most. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask, what do you hate? <laughs> so it's kind of like I, positive and negative? Oh, without a doubt. I make all the decisions, which means everything comes back to me. So if I make a bad decision, who am I going to blame? My coworker? Like I have no coworkers. <laughs> right. Like I can't believe, I can't be like, oh, they were supposed to do that. Like, no, you were supposed to do that. Um, so it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, because it can be a lot of times I'll have like ideas, but I can't, you know, when you, one of the things of being in a creative office, you can always bounce off of other people's ideas right. and be like, Oh, what about this? And you can tweak it and like make it bigger and better. And for me, a lot of times when it comes to like design or ideas or working on something, it's just me thinking. And that could be like, you know, you run out of ideas after a while. And I can only text my friends so many times before they're, they're like, hey, like we have work. I'm like, hey, but sometimes it's helpful because to have an outside perspective, to yeah. be like, yeah. I'll send stuff. I'm like, hey, do you like this? Like really quick, just tell me what you think. And people have been like, no, nah, I don't like that. And that's great because then I can like reanalyze it. Yeah. Um, but at yeah. the end of the day, I make the decision. So if someone's like, I hate that, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> Is but that yeah, how you came up with your new packaging was through like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's like you have your own little test groups. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if it's so embarrassing when I look at like the, it's not embarrassing. It just makes me cringe. When I look at the first rendition ever I had of dress downs to now, there's a huge difference of just like improvements. And it was like things people said that made it better that I wasn't thinking of because it was just me um before the first rendition ever when it was just like a product rendering and I still had a prototype the photo of it it basically didn't tell you anything of what it did it looks like laundry detergent and I remember a friend being like (laughs) and I remember a friend I was so excited about it and I remember a friend being like this kind of looks like laundry detergent like are you selling laundry detergent and I was like no they're like you should work on that um and so the next design I got excited I got my logo I got the words I wanted on it and my the company sends it to me of like before they're going to manufacturing they send it to me and it was terrible the script was super tiny and little it be, again you couldn't tell what it was I was like okay scratch that again and then the next version I think Courtney has it um it. with yeah. you. Courtney hold it up you gotta wave it can you see it? Yeah. So that version, um, as cute and fun as it is, I realized one of the buyers um, for CVS gave me such great feedback. And he goes, I send him a sample and he goes, you know, this is great. We love it. But your package is way too big. He was like, this is too wide for retail. He goes, space is valuable. He was like, every inch 
on a retail floor is valuable. He's like, you got to bring this package down. And I was thinking, I was like, well, one, no one has had ever told me that like, girl, this is too wide. Um, and I was like, okay, well, how do I do that? And I started playing around with design and someone was like, and I, I thought, I was like, why don't I just stack them like batteries? Like there's yeah, no yeah. one there. So I brought the package down by like a third to a half, a half to a third. Um, and resubmitted it and he was like yeah I love it this is great and so now I just got those in after I sold out of the other ones and kind of like but it took someone like telling me that because I didn't know that right so from the first laundry detergent to like getting it down was like a huge growth moment Mm -hmm. and where you mentioned CVS like where can we find these so I actually, so something else I learned, they, they put me on hold, but it's okay. Um, they, a lot of times when it's interesting, because when you have something that no one has a frame of reference, which I never thought, if you're introducing a new product, you kind of have to prove the market. So I was proving the market for two years and being like, trust me, I wear a dress, I wear a skirt, I talk to women, women get it, they want it. It's like a fashion tape, like for your yes. ladies. And I was like, who doesn't know what that is? But I, I guarantee you, when she first pitched that idea, people were like, why would women care if they're low cut tops? Like, um, I'll tell you what, I know this is not your product, but this could be like, I keep it in my car, in my purse, in yeah. my bag. Fashion tape is everywhere with me at all right, times. Right, exactly. And it, it's the most simplest thing. It just took a woman to be like, you tape your clothes down so your boobs don't pop out. Or and, when you lose a button or a hem dry, right. like, and like, this is, this is the same thing. Like you could keep this with you at all times. And if right. it's too easy, you just take, put that on girl. Yeah. So now they're in Bed Bath & Beyond. Woo. Yeah. Um, they're in about 275 stores. So they're my first, uh, big retailer and they, those delivered, uh, literally, uh, two weeks ago. So I got my first product. I'm going to go get some, <laughs> awesome. go get some now. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So they're in Bed Bath & Beyond now, which is really exciting. And for me, that was kind of like that little piece I wanted to feel like an inventor, which people are like, you're an inventor. But for me, I was like, I want to be able to go in a store and be like, I created that. And so now they're in Bed Bath & Beyond, which I am just like over the moon about. Yeah, that's and then hopefully CVS and then Target. I mean, I want them to be like fashion tapes. So they're just like everywhere. Yeah. And people, women just know. They're like, oh, like grab a dress weight before you go out or like just pop it on there. Um. But that's the goal. But if I could go back, I'd probably just focus all my energy more on Amazon because retail is great, but Amazon is where you definitely should focus your energies. Yeah. Are you they, selling on they take a commission? Yes. Um, wait. To, I, I'm Sorry. currently backordered. <laughs> so I'm currently backordered. And so when I get this new shipment in for the spring, um, Amazon will have them again. But I say that because Amazon – I sell direct on Amazon and wholesale. Amazon has the same amount of eyes and even more eyes online than you will get in like foot traffic in a store. And I really didn't understand that at first. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched Shark Tank and the sharks, they're like, why do you care about retail? Don't go into retail. And like, yes, they place big orders. But the time that it took for me to like get in the door with retailers, if I had focused all that energy on Amazon, I think I would have been a lot more further than where I am now. But it was a good learning experience because now I'm just like Amazon all the way, like focus your energy there. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned Shark Tank. I know you had an interview with them, but where, where's that look like what is on that? (laughs) Even if I was on it, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. Um, 
<laughs> they told they um it's funny because so I had reached out to them in November the same November I quit my job I sent them an email like Shark Tank I'm going on Shark Tank and this was before I even had the package I was like I'm going on Shark Tank with no ideas and no or no sales and no package <laughs> and they circled back um that May so like six months seven months later they're like hey are you still working on this idea we'd love to like hear from you and I was like, yeah. And then they were like, hey, just kidding. We don't want you. And that stunk. Oh. <laughs> but then they circled back for this season, which is season 10. And they were like, hey, like, you want to do it again? And like audition? And I'm like, okay. They sent like an email from the producer that I've been working with. And then they were like, ah, just kidding. Oh, they're <laughs> so flaky. Like, I don't you. know if I'm doing it again. Honestly, but I was though- like, you should and I'm like, mm, I don't like rejection. The- yeah, talk about some of the accounts that um, you've worked with that have, you've gotten to share your product. Because I've seen you with yeah. um, Lala from MTV, BuzzFeed. Yeah. You've been all over. So talk me through that. Yeah, so um, that was, so I got to lean back a lot on my, like, my PR experience, when I, which for me, I, I knew, I was like, okay, how do you get credibility when no one knows the value kind of like of your product? So like, how do I gain that with buyers? Um, I got the product in May and this was kind of like my, like, okay, just try, like, see what would happen. And I was like, what about the today show? So I had him on the today show probably like a month after the product arrived, which I was just like over the moon about, because then I could be like, I seen on the today show, like Kathy Lee and Hoda, like for me, that was really important. Cause that gave me that credibility and validity right. I needed. Cause I'm by myself. Like I don't have a big company. I can like rely on or just the name I had to be like I have to rely on the name of like BuzzFeed and Insider Style and Today's Show and Chicago Tribune and do doing things like that um and then I got to work recently with a really big brand called Lively which they or I guess they saw the article in Daily Mail so I was on Daily Mail which is so funny because they're like always on Snapchat with like, look at Kim K's bathing suit. And then it was like, look at Simone McGee's dress down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I just like crack up because they're kind of like a gossip mag and they were like, check out this entrepreneur. And I was like, you guys think that's interesting? Like, that's pretty cool. Um, so I did Daily Mail, which led to um, this lively company being like, Hey, like we believe in women with like boss brains and like ideas. And we'd really love to work with you. And for the longest time I was like, I mean, they make like, you know, bras and swimsuits. And I was like, I think they think I'm like, and my name's Simone. I was like, I think they think I'm like a French model named Simone. (laughs) Like who, like, who are you looking for? Because it can't be me. And they're like, no, it's you. And I was like, really? Um, you want to work with me? Like, I'm just, it's just a team of one. And they're like, we still think that's really interesting and really cool. And that's kind of how their founder started. Um, so I got to work with them and that was, has been awesome. I'm still over the moon about that. Cause I'm like, that's my first like brand partnership. Um, but yeah, both things you wear under your clothes. So it actually does make sense. But at the time I was like, they have the wrong Simone. I was like, this is, <laughs> I was like, they're not looking for me at all. I was like, why would they? And they're like, no, you, we want you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's your most rewarding experience as a business owner? Most rewarding is I love reviews and 
I never understood why companies are always like review, review. And I'm like, calm down. I don't want to review this. Like Bumble's like review us. I'm like, no, I'm still single. I'm not reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> or um, just like everything's like review. If you eat somewhere, review. And I never understood it. But then you realize the power of reviews because every one of us read reviews, but how many people actually like leave them? It's probably like 2% of every sale. Um, so for me, it's really rewarding when people give me feedback or they're just like, this is great. Like I love this product. Uh, a woman like wrote me, uh, this is years ago, two years ago. And I always thought about my own experience of, oh, when I was walking across the street and a woman messaged me overseas, um, which is ironic. I sell a lot in the UK. Like I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And she messaged me and said, Hey, like, I just wanted to reach out. Like I'm in a wheelchair and these mean a lot for me because I can't move quickly. So she's like, but I love wearing dresses and skirts. And when the wind blows, I can't, I don't always get to catch it because she was like, I'm using my wheels. Like I can't just stop and just like pull my dress down. So she was like, for me, it just like sits and it rests. And like, I know. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I would have never known that had she not reached out um, or even thought about that. I was only thinking of my own experience. So for her to say that was amazing. Um, But yeah, definitely reviews and feedback. I've had men message me and be like, (laughs) people always like, Oh, men buy your product. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of them use them on suit jackets, which is surprising. Um, Yeah, I mean, they buy them for their wives or girlfriends or sisters, but a few men have emailed me and they're like, hey, will these work on my suit jackets? I'm like, well, that's not the intended purpose. Um, And the reason is the flaps on the back of like a suit jacket, a lot of times for men like go up. But I've, I've told them, I was like, I think that means you just have a big bottom. I don't think, <laughs> I think it's poking up because your, your booty's big, but um, <laughs> like, I'm like, this isn't, that's not going to help. Like, it's not that heavy that it's going to like be like dragging your suit coat down. Right. Um, but they buy them for that or like their ties, which I think is interesting. Is oh, ties. Totally. Yeah, but I'm like, you have tie clips. But again, people are like, don't tell them that. I'm like, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. buy it. Well, it's definitely not just for dresses. I have shirts that fly up. So yeah. and I, I have these and I use them and these have saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love hearing that. I'm always like, that's so sweet of people to oh, say. Yeah. Um, and- because I have showed, like literally showed my butt <laughs> in the store so many times because I would dress <laughs> like every single day. Yeah, it's yeah. funny because... Um, I don't know if you discussed this. One of another challenge is that I face that um, I don't think people realize is that a lot of buyers for intimates. So dress downs kind of fall into the intimates category, which is like your stockings, your spanks, your fashion tape. And a lot of times those buyers are men. And to explain to a man like, hey, what's it like when you wear a dress or skirt or blouse? I'm like, that experience doesn't make sense to them. So it's kind of like a challenge that I find like really frustrating because I'm like, Women get it, but men sometimes, I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. They're like, what's a Maryland moment? Or like, what do you mean? And then they're kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, I had a buyer for like a really big company. I reached out to him and he's like, oh, send us samples, send him samples. And I circled back. I was like, hey, did you review him? What do you think? And he was like, oh, my assistant, I have to go ask her her opinion. Um, because she's using them. And I'm like, why are you buying women's intimate products? And you don't, <laughs> this makes no sense to me. No, but it's like men designing bras. Like that's not a thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
So what do you, when do you feel like you made it? Like, what was that moment like for you? I still do not feel that way. Really? Um, not at all. Not even close. Um, I, some days I feel like, okay, I'm like, you're figuring it out. Um, but I feel like I've out, I feel like I'll have made it or make it when my parents are like, whoa, I am so impressed. Like, my parents are so hard to impress. Really? And not have anything to them. I mean, my dad used to work for NASA, so he was sending space shuttles to the sky, so he's not that impressed by dress. <laughs> and my I would mom, think that but, they would be impressed with Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah, so I when my parents are just like, what? That's, like, so cool. Um, but I will say they both have gone to the store and, like, have – saw them in Bed Bath & Beyond and like drove there and like got them and they're like that's awesome but I think they're just waiting on that like you know that Walmart deal then I'm like if I get Walmart then my parents will like be like whoa like yeah. they still think my dad I think part like my parents still are like we cannot believe you just quit your job yeah <laughs> I'm like that was two years ago you gotta get over it <laughs> yeah I could see that being a challenge but just so you know I brag about you all the time I'm like <laughs> my so friend sick. Simone she's been on BuzzFeed like she's <laughs> all right what do you wish you would have known before you started out um things cost way more much more money than you could have ever imagined (laughs) do not quit your job what are you doing you're absolutely insane (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I think I was kind of definitely naive at first I was like well I would look at these huge companies and these unicorns of products and be like, well, if it only took them six months, like Warby Parker, they did it in like six months. It'll take me two. Like what? No. Yeah. Those are very like unicorn scenarios that are not realistic. Most entrepreneurs, it takes years, Mm -hmm. um, which I did not even think about, which I can go back in time. I'd be like, Hey, like maybe plan and prepare to quit your job. Don't just quit your job. (laughs) So what does the future look like for your business? Um, hopefully it does not stop with Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm in Walmart. I'm in Target. I'm in CVS. I'm in boutiques. You go to the store. You're like, oh my God, I know that girl that made that product. Um, for me, that's when I feel like I got to the end of the road where I just like one day I'm in a store and I didn't even know I had an account with that store. Like it's like JCPenney. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in JCPenney. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> who knew or like yeah. you know or like oh my god I'm in Dillard's like why didn't anyone tell me like, <laughs> oh my god, did you know we're in Dillard's like who knew um but that's the future and the future for dress downs it would it would very closely mimic your Spanx and your fashion tape and you know dress weights and creating my own category market because before your fashion tape we had like lingerie tape. We had no frame of reference. And one day mm-hmm. I want to be on like Amazon category, which I'm kind of working with them. Yeah. We like dress weights. And then the first one is like dress sounds. Um, yeah. But yeah, competition is always great. Cause I say it just pro- that means you're proving a market. Right. Um, right. I mean, there's so many genres of Spanx and there's so many genres of fashion tape, but you know, which ones are that main big brand. Right. So for me, the future is just like, competitors too even because that just proves that I was right so do you have any competitors right now yeah but we're not gonna talk about them (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna edit that part out after I want competitors and we're just gonna pretend they don't exist (laughs) (laughs) I love it you're (laughs) fierce 
So before we move on to our lightning round, we're going to give away a free pair of dress downs to one lucky listener. All you have to do is tag a friend in the comments and your name will be entered to win. We'll randomly be selecting the winner on Monday, March 18th. So stay tuned and tag your friends below. Ready, set, go. Beer, wine, or liquor? Liquor. Briggs Myers personality type? Uh, Extrovert. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hogwarts house? Oh, Slytherin all day. (laughs) What are you having for dinner? Um, Daily Harvest bowl. Favorite female celebrity? Who? Ah, Sarah Blakely. What's the most recent book that you've read? (laughs) Um, Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, pre-Facebook scandal. (laughs) Sparkling or still water? Still. (laughs) What year would you time travel to? Um, Any year after the 80s. That would probably be better for Black people. (laughs) True. Flats or heels? Heels. Biggest pet peeve? Um, picky eaters. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Dogs. What gets you into trouble? <laughs> My mouth. <laughs> and that's the end of the lightning round. <laughs> well, really so we're gonna good. we're gonna send you some impulse swag in the mail. Woohoo! All right. Sadly, that'll do it for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments, and share us with your fellow voyagers.